Alabama coach. What, what, what? It'd be Dan Marino, Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor in that exact order. You want an opportunity to play, and the Jets are giving me an opportunity to play. I put a Lindo Mari up there before I like Ricky Williams. Just before Dolphins training camp this past July, he turned his back on all of it and ruined the Dolphins' entire season. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, Dolphin fans of all ages, the Batter Fins fans post-game reaction show is live with your boy, the Bearded Fanatic, and your co-host, Daniel G, the Battered Fan CEO himself. And Danny, what a close game we had. Let's talk about it, my boy. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It was uh, closer than I think you expected. Mm-hmm. Close, much closer than Evan expected yep. because Evan thought you guys were going to put up 50. 50s, right. I said 37. <laughs> I was being kind. This man yeah, came out yeah. 50. But, um, I mean, I, I figured that Antonio Pierce was going to have these guys ready to play. And um, I'm kind of curious more – I'm kind of more curious what you think of this game. Sure. From, from the aspect of in, – in all actuality, we thought that the Dolphins' defense would show up against this Raiders' offense, which wasn't very good. But – when I look at this, the way this game played out, if Antonio Pierce isn't as aggressive and decides to go for a field goal with like eight minutes left instead of going for it on fourth down, and then again with like four minutes left instead of going for it on fourth down, and then all of a sudden he has an opportunity with the ball. At the, literally, he had an opportunity for nine points and to win the game by two. Now, obviously, when the team starts scoring, right, the Dolphins start calling things a little different. But how do you feel that this game was as close as it was when it shouldn't have been? Right here, right here. No, don't, don't, <laughs> no, that's not true because because when you guys lost to the Chiefs and to the Eagles, yeah. you guys weren't yeah. saying a win is a win or a loss is right. a loss. You right. guys were trying to figure out, oh, what well, we played well. How do you think? How do you, how do you feel after this? I don't. Game? I, I don't. All right, l- let's answer the first question. A win is a win. I feel I feel happy about that because yeah. now we're seven and three. For right? Sure. Boom. Obviously. I'm happy about that. Right. Obviously. What I'm not happy about is one of the things I was talking about leading into this game was. I expected I expected them to come in pissed. I expected them to come in alert. I expected them to come in with a swag. I expected them to be prepared. And those are none of the things that I saw on the offensive side of the ball. Tua looked rusty, throwing it to triple coverage. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that fumbled at the beginning of the game. That was just him making a play. People are like, oh, he, he should learn how to slide. If he takes a slide at that point, he doesn't get the first down. The reason he dove was because he needed to get the first down yardage. So, yeah, fumble at the beginning of the game. I don't really put much onus on that one. I was more worried about the passing. His passing his passing didn't look crisp this game. Even though Tyreek Hill balled out again, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes, I wanted this team that many call a Super Bowl contending Miami Dolphins team to come out this by much more prepared than what they looked like on the field. And I told you, I don't think – I don't believe – that this is going to be an easy game from the aspect of, a, of an Antonio Pierce-led team. The guy knows defense. The guys know how believing. Right. This guy knows how to hype his team up. He, he has his, t- his players behind him, something that obviously Josh McDaniels didn't have. But what I didn't expect is to give them that defense, to give this offense the fits, no pun intended, the fits they did this whole entire game. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely – I'm definitely happy with the win because it is a win at the end of the day. It looks great on the stat sheet. We're like of course, nobody's nobody's gonna remember the details at, at the end right, of the Right. The the Bills are still five and five. Obviously, they're about to play your New York Jets here in a couple of minutes. But at the end of the day, that's another big lead in the division, and we're comfortable right now. But when you when you talk about being worried, 
yeah, I was a little bit worried, not about losing to this team. I'm a little bit worried that if, again, you were playing a team of high caliber, coming out of the bye looking like this is not going to get you a win. So, yeah, I, I definitely, I'm definitely cautious uh, moving forward when we do have to play another good team. But, again, a lot of people give this Dolphins team and the coaching staff a lot of rope in the aspect of, oh, don't worry about it. They're going to clean it up. Blah, blah, blah. We're, we're, we're at the midway point. We should have it cleaned up. We should know that going into the bye and having 10 days to prepare for this game that they come out much more exciting and accurate and composed than what they actually looked like on the field today. But again, we're just talking about the offense side of the ball. Once you start talking about the defense, my my narrative will change a little bit. How about you? When when the game first started, yeah. when uh, the tight end caught the ball and Van Ginkle forced the fumble and they ran it back for a touchdown, I was Notice like, oh, this is about to be a route. I was like, Evan might have been right. Maybe they are gonna score 50. Notice I didn't I didn't text right away because it didn't look like it didn't look like a catch and fumble to me. That's why I didn't text right away. Right, right. Cause he didn't because he didn't fully turn and what and take yeah. that first step. But for a second, I was like, oh no, if 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 the Raiders have to play from behind from like the first drive offense, their offensive drive, I thought to myself, Oh, okay, they're in trouble. Mm -hmm. But when they brought that back and then the field position game battle started, and the I mean, for the most part, the Raiders were holding their own. I was surprised. Uh, but they found a way to win, and that, that's what it's, that very first touchdown. Let's talk about that first touchdown. Yeah, you, we were having a discussion. If I thought, and if Evan thought, and you thought, if Tua would be MVP this year, mm -hmm. Tua statistically, I could see why everybody put him in the conversation. Sure, and you can't take anything away from him, right? Because you can't say that he wouldn't have scored anyway. But man, there's so many touchdowns that he just hits a quick in to Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill does the rest. Mm -hmm. Like Tyreek Hill should be in conversations for MVP this season because what he does with all these in routes and the way he just beats the defense to the outside or wherever it is, the, the spaces, like Tyreek Hill is, is, is almost like it's unfair. Mm -hmm. And the way Mike McDaniel constantly has him in motion, it's impossible for a defender to kind of set themselves up because he, it's almost like he has a running head start. I, I, it's, it's, it's awesome to watch him play. It's really fun. And um, look, like uh, Maddie B said, a win is a win. Seven and three. I just felt like I, I wanted some clarification from you because I do know that whether it be a win or a loss, we like to see like how did the team look overall. Right. Right. And this Raiders team, I, I didn't think that they looked as impressive as I thought they. Would. I knew they were going to win uh, up until that last drive, and even during the last drive, I didn't think that that the Raiders would score. But I I, I did expect more. No, I'm with you. I expected more as well. Like I said, I I wasn't thinking fifty. But I was thinking in the 30s. I did not expect to get shut down on offense the way we did. But let's go ahead and talk about Tyreek Hill and let's spend some time here. 10 catches, Danny, 146, down, uh, 146 yards and another TD. Again, still on pace to break that 2,000-yard mark. I know what you're saying, that it's very easy for us to be like, oh, it's easy for Tua. He just got to throw it to Tyreek. First of all, he's got to make those throws. And it's well, not, it's not it's easy. Not, it's not right. easy. I'm, right. I'm just saying. It, right. It's not granted that he's going to find Tyreek the way he does, but he puts the ball where Tyreek likes to catch the ball, and then obviously Tyreek makes the rest happen. But we talked about Tua being an MVP, but then, again, Tyreek wouldn't be – Tua and Tyreek would not be having the seasons they're having if it wasn't for each other. Ty Tyreek's – I mean, Tua's accuracy helps that. That's fair. And, th and then Tyreek's speed helps that as well. But you're talking about a man – again, we talked about a few weeks back that – yeah, 2,000 is great, but he was on pace for 2,300. And we, and we also talked about there were some good deep pass defenses that were going to come up that may slow him down from even reaching 2,000. When you see this performance, and granted, it is the Raiders, 
are again, you were on pause a little few weeks back. Again, another huge performance. Do you really think that he won't hit that 2,000? No, no, I still don't think. Like I said, what was it? I told you the stat. It was like out of the last seven, it was like games, four out of the last six were like top five like top, or top 10 yeah, passing. Right. Yeah. And, and, so I, again, they're not going to shut Tyreek Hill completely down. I don't think he's going to go for 150 plus every game, which is I think he needs like 120 plus on average, yeah, to, to make it 2,000. So no, I, I, he might get close, but no, I don't think he's going to hit it because just because the, of the schedule that he has coming up. Okay, well, let's talk about the bright side of this game, which well, before coming we get to it, yeah, can we talk about Devon Achan? Achan, well, we can, but was there, was there much to talk about? It? That's why I don't well, want to right. Yeah, well, go my, ahead. my whole thing is, are you worried about him? Because what, what was it? Did he come back at the end of the game? Because that's what I thought I heard. So they said they weren't going to rule him out. It was a shot to the right side of the knee. And I don't mean a shot as a needle shot. He took a hit to the yeah, right side of the knee. Right. And um, that's the reason that he didn't come back in the game. But they didn't rule him out. He was active for the second half. They released it. But if you want to spend time saying, why did Tua throw the ball 39 times? By the way, Raheem Mostert did try running it 22 times, 87 yards, no touchdowns. So we still tried to run the ball. But I still don't like the fact that Tua threw the ball 39 times. I think you have to enjoy balance. Especially with the lead most of the game. Right, right. And and if, if any of you who are watching are on Twitter, you'll see that most of the fan base felt the same way, that they felt like Mike McDaniel and, and spots where you could run the ball effectively. Like even when we went for it on fourth and one in our end zone, which I'm like, why not just take the three points? It's literally the beginning of the game. Why not just take the three points? People were like, he could have just ran the ball. It was fourth and one. You had this. You had Tyreek in motion. Do what you do. Tyreek's going to be the biggest distraction. Run the ball, get in the end zone, or probably pick up the first down. So I agree with you when you say Mike McDaniel likes to play Madden way too much. But I think this is just one of those other moments where he was just getting too cute. Uh, I, I agree, but um, maybe if, if if I'm gonna learn how to pronounce that last name eventually, Devon Achan. Achan. Mm-hmm. If, if maybe if Achan was healthy because it felt like he was going to lean on him a lot. Yeah. Right. That, that's what we were talking about last. He did episode. start. He did start as right. well. Je- Jeff Wilson wasn't in, so yep. maybe if Achan's in there, maybe he does run the ball. Maybe that had a lot to do with it. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt just for that because I don't think with the lead most of the game that he would have thrown it that much unless he felt like he had to. Durham Smythe was also an inactive today, which is a great pa- a pass blocking tight end. Do you think maybe that had some effect of, it, of maybe not having that many running lanes? Because usually Durham Smythe is sealing up that edge. So it was a big – for me, it was a big loss not having Durham Smythe out there. Julian Hill also fumbled the ball this game. But, again – like his for second or third career catch? Yeah, yeah. And he went – fumbled right away. But let's go ahead and talk about the eliteness of this defense, Danny, because you projected the Raiders to have 15 points, and I gave you shit. I was like, how – where do you think these 15 points are coming from? At the end of the day, they got 22. Third, at the end of the day, they got 13, but let's talk about the reason they even got that 13. We had turnovers that gave them great field position on, on our own side of the field that gave them a short field to be able to score. Outside of those turnovers, Danny, they did not drive down the ball. The, um, sorry, they did not drive the ball down the field on us and put points on the board. Outside of that first field goal, you have to admit, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey, sir, shutting down everybody out there. By the way, the final stats for your uh, for your boy Aiden O'Connell against the New York Jets: sixteen of twenty-seven, one fifty-three, one touchdown, one interception. In this game, Aiden O'Connell: twenty-four of forty-one, two seventy-two, one TD, three interceptions. Are you ready to say that maybe you were a little wrong? No, 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 no. 
look, the the Raiders. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out the Raiders drives because unfortunately, sure. I think they they you you're not remembering. They had <clears throat> in the first quarter they had a drive that went 75 yards. That's they the scored Google. a touchdown. That, wait, they scored a touchdown. That's that's where uh, that's where the, uh, they hit uh, Devontae Adams on a 46 yard touchdown. That was the first one. Yeah, so that's 75 yards. And then they wrote, they drove down the field for, I guess that was the end of the fourth quarter. The last two drives, 63 yards and 54 yards. So, and then you can, you can the, drive down the, the field all you that. want, but you're not scoring. Well, because you have Aiden O'Connell, and they could have scored two field goals on there. They could have, well, could have, should have, right? Been. For sure, no. And look again, my my thing, the defense did look good. Yeah. Right, but the way you disrespected the Raiders' offense, I did. I feel like. So, so what you're saying is that the Raiders' offense is that bad that the Dolphins shouldn't have given up those drives is all Correct. I'm saying. Correct. Right. I am 100% right. saying that. Right. And the- if Aiden O'Connell isn't such a scrub, Devontae Adams broke Jalen Ro- uh, Ramsey out of his shoes on that, on that last drive on a, on, a, on a quick double move, and Aiden O'Connell just couldn't hit him. You're talking about Devontae Adams, though. It's not like some scrub. Oh, no, Devontae Adams is a monster. Yeah, no. no, Devontae <laughs> Adams is a monster. Don't, don't talk about it like it's some scrub breaking. No, no, I know, of course. I'm, no, I'm just saying that that he had he had a, a chance, but Aiden O'Connell's a scrub. So, um, no, well, but they showed up. Look, I thought it was awesome that, that Phillips ended up with his first career interception. Uh, I mean, the, the, the defense but, did but talk what about they were supposed to the, do. The defensive end, your boy Bradley Chubb, another sack. I think it's like four straight weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's he's finally showing up for sure. He's finally showing up. Jalen Phillips, if you just go back and watch the film, which we'll do later in the week, you see them literally collapsing the pocket on Aiden O'Connell about 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the game, they were gassed already. Like, they were gassed right there at the end of the fourth. But come well, on. They don't rotate much. They don't. They, they're not like you guys. That you, I think you said that it was like 28% that you guys rotate your defensive line. Oh, they're constantly in and out, yeah. Those boys were out there. I, I think Emmanuel Ogba, I saw him once out, out there during the game. But when I look at this defense, I think it just again, if it wasn't for those stupid turnovers that we gave the ball on their on their on our side of the field, mm-hmm. then I don't even think they get to the 13 points. But you're right. At the end of the game, he had opportunities to kick more field goals, especially that their kick their kicker. I did not know that. It was like 10 straight field goals he's already made so far this season. Pretty good. Maybe not Jason Sanders numbers, but um nonetheless, nonetheless, <laughs> sir, was there any other big takeaways you look from this game that you're kind of worried now? Which we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get into the Jets tomorrow. We're gonna start. We're gonna talk some Dolphins Jets tomorrow. But um, any final thoughts on this game that you're like, you know what? I didn't like the Dolph- this. The Dolphins turning on the ball over. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But, like, did you I, really expect them to look that rusty coming out of the box? No, I I didn't, and I think that that's what I'm saying. You you can't look that rusty against a good team, right? If this is against the Eagles, against the Chiefs, uh, who else was it? The other loss against the Bills. Like they make you pay, but this is Aiden O'Connell, so he didn't make you pay. So um, I, I think that that was the the biggest negative. is It's not that the offense didn't look like it was on fire; it's the fact that they were turning the ball over. Yeah, but you know, I don't know, maybe rust off of a week off. Like that's not what you really expect or want, but you know. But seven so, and three, seven and three, first in the division. Where does that place us right now in the conference? Are we in, are we officially in that third seed right now? You might be. Let me. I'll check that out. While, real quick. while you check that out, I'll go ahead and talk to the to the fans. So you already have Buffalo and New York going at it right now. Make sure that you're watching that game because that game is obviously very important um, to us in the standings as well. But um, if you don't know, starting this week, we're all tied we're for third. Be, tied for third. There we're you go. The Jaguars. 
which the Jaguars also won pretty big today against the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans. Um, if you don't know, we're going to start uh, previewing earlier this week, obviously for Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, Danny, our show for the Batter Fins fan is tomorrow. We already have signed up the ghost of Adam Gase to come join us and talk some Dolphins Jets. We have the infamous Big E coming on to talk Dolphins Jets as well. You never know. We might get some more surprises just to talk this week just because it's our week now. You know, it's our week where you and I get to go head to head. So that's always exciting. But Danny, anything else before we get out of here? No, um, I'm looking forward to this week. It's always fun when we have this this rivalry Jets-Dolphins week. But if the Jets somehow lose to the Bills, then I hate my life. And who the hell cares? Because then the game means absolutely nothing. So, Ladies and we'll gentlemen, see. this episode, as always, was brought to you by Five Star Drivers LLC. Make sure you go to fivestardrivers.net or find them on Booksy. Anytime you need a ride cheaper than Uber and Lyft, you can make sure you hop a ride. Either I or one of my other drivers will be able to drive you around the city and get you to where you need to go. And if you've been watching us on YouTube, we always appreciate you coming by and supporting the Battered Fans brand, especially this Dolphin show that we try to put together for you. Make sure you comment. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe if you enjoy what you're, what you're listening to. And if you don't like it, we still want you to comment because the only way we could get better is with your constructive criticism. Danny, take us out of here. I think you covered it all. Uh, again, if you're watching on audio, thank you for watching all the way, uh, listening all the way to the end. If you're watching on video, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Like and subscribe, all that other good stuff. And um, we got a fun week coming up. Hopefully, the Jets win to so make this week interesting. Because if the Jets lose, then it's just a, it's a pointless week. So whatever. <laughs> all right. So until the next one, have a good one. Peace. Fins up, y'all.